boom, just like that, we're back. George Carmona behind the decks today. What's up, peoples? I like that you've got this setup now where there's a proper camera on you. I like that. I like the way you said proper. Yeah. That's like spreading the, the proper 12 vibes. Right, the proper 12. Yes. Leading towards uh, March yes. 4th, man. I can't wait. I know, it's a big day. Big card and big 24-hour uh, 4th annual. Huge. 24 I've got Mary Avina with us today, who, if you don't know what she does, I could give you <laughs> one guess if you could look at the dress. I wonder how many people still couldn't figure it out based on the dress. How many do you think? I don't know. But... Get a little closer. <laughs> It's definitely a giveaway. Yeah. Uh, Mary's a professional pool player. Yes, I am. So and I'm, a, I'm assuming your game is nine ball. Well, actually, that's the professional game, the people. Right. Okay. But I play all the games. So okay. I actually prefer snooker, but snooker is not very popular. I don't even know States. what that is. Explain snooker. So you've seen pool on TV, the, yeah. the nine-foot table. Yep. Snooker's played on a 12-footer. Okay. And it's even harder, and it's got even harder pockets. Oh, really? like smaller pockets? And or? they're shaped differently, so actually it's harder to pocket the ball. Wow. Okay. And that's <laughs> your game. Like, that's your go-to game. Like, well, if you were going to play someone for $100,000, heads up, what game are you playing? Eight ball or snooker. Eight ball. And well, eight ball is the one we all grow up on, Well, that's right? Where I, that's where I started because that's what was popular. Right. And, you know, with regular people, and I started, the first place I ever played was just a little bar, and they had a bar box. So the first thing I mastered was bar box eight. Okay. And so that actually was where I played my first money game. I literally beat a guy one-handed for $50. Really? And how old were you at the time? Oh, I would have been like officially 21 reality, more like 15. Really? <laughs> so what? how did you pick up the game? Your, your dad played or something or brother? or? No, that part's kind of a sad story because um, nobody in my family plays. Um, wow. On one side of the family, they're, you know, they're not very accomplished people yeah very beautiful and talented fun people yeah and either side they're more like you know they go to college work hard yeah you know, nine to fivers yeah you know yeah. very nothing wrong with that straightforward sure people. so we don't have athletes or celebrities in my family yeah and they didn't they did not like the idea of me playing pool right so my stepdad actually disowned me at one point no yes when i was about 18 to go to college he was very upset because i said i couldn't go to college because you wanted to pursue pool yes he had my life all picked out i'm supposed to be some sort of engineer scientist right. you know i have good grades sure i'm you know and he's coming from the right place he wants the best for you but but i had that already wasn't, but wasn't your passion yeah you're that's exactly what it is yeah he was his heart was in the right place sure but it just was not what was God decided for me. <laughs> Has he since realized, okay, Mary, you you were right. All of my family <laughs> on both sides have both come back to me. Right. Funny how that works. <laughs> well, because the strange part is that now I'm like the most popular person right. in both sides of the family. Right. Because I'm the only one that has a following. Or yeah. I'm the only popular, I'm the only celebrity. Right, <laughs> and, right. In both sides of the family, so now they all love me. Now, were you, um, you obviously like forgave them, the ones that were like against it, right? Or like you didn't hold a grudge, or do you still a little bit, or no? Not no, at this no, point. No, I forgave everybody, right? But you know, I tried to be as nice as possible, and I don't believe in holding in. Yeah, you know, because that drinking poison and expecting them to hurt. Sure. <laughs> like, right. You know, they were. They had, you know, most of them... Their intentions were good. They were coming from the right place. Yeah. My mom, not so much. Oh, yeah? 
Okay. <laughs> so, but I still forgive her. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> and now, so the, do they come to your matches ever and cheer you on? Is no, it that kind of a thing? No. or? No, my, no. Well, my real dad is dead and my stepdad moved back to his own country. Oh. He was not American. Okay. He was a businessman. Got so, it. And my, my extended family, I don't think I would want them there. No? <laughs> you know, I mostly, I created my own family with friends that Got I grew it. up with. So, you know, that was, I did not come from a good childhood. So yeah. while I respect and love my family, they're not, I don't feel close to them that way. I gotcha. You know, yeah, because they were not that nice to me, <laughs> right? Yeah, except for my stepdad. My stepdad was always nice to me. That's really good, and I feel like that's probably rare, right? Normally, it would be the other way around for for many. Well, let's put it this way: if it wasn't for without my stepdad, I wouldn't be here. Well, that's like nice. I wouldn't be, you know. Yeah, sure. So, because he stepped in early in your in your life, you lost your dad at a young age, or well. Is this too personal? <laughs> no, no. My, <laughs> okay. my real dad was a bum, and he just disappeared. Oh, wow. He had three children before with my mom. So he was, he's that, you know, that talented, you know, you see a guy who's talented and good looking and it's like, what does he do with his life? He drinks himself to death. Right. He was that guy. Oh man. I'm so, sorry to hear that. So without my, my stepdad was, you know, he did his best. He was yeah. a human being. Responsible. Yeah. He did his best. He's, yeah. good. He was perfect. So before we started rolling, we were talking about pool on TV and how, like, I, I remember uh, watching pool on ESPN. I feel like late night sometimes you could see pool and I hadn't really paid attention to it lately and it wasn't in my mind, but you pointed out that it's not really even on TV that much anymore. Um, only there's, it is on regular, at least American TV. So I'm going to clarify. Okay. So in American TV, pool used to be on TV specifically on ESPN too, when I was little Got and it. that's probably what you saw. Yeah. But since my time, the only time pool has been on TV is because the English, specifically Matchroom Sports, has put it on. And yep. it's called the Moscone Cup, and it's wonderful. And as a matter of fact, they do it here in Vegas, usually. Oh, really? They alternate between England and Vegas. Okay. And when is it in Vegas again? Um, like this year or next year? Or? It's every year. It just alternates between England and okay. Vegas. And it is beautiful. It is loud. It is wonderful. Really? But it is an English company. Americans have not been putting pool on TV for quite a while. Basically, the whole time I've been playing, pool has not been on TV. Hmm. And again, that's part of my fault for being younger. <laughs> so most of my pro friends who are male, so most pros are males. Yeah. And they're most good over 50. And right. so they got to see exactly what you were talking about when pool was at a much higher level after the color of money. Right, so right, right, right. the movie put it... Back Tom in Cruise, the mainstream, right? yes. Yeah, put it back Paul, in the uh, what's his name? Paul, Paul Newman. Paul Newman, yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, unfortunately, I missed that wave. That was the thing I was going to add. That was why I wanted to have you on when, when my buddy David James um, threw, threw your name at me. Uh, because my perception of a pool player is an older guy in his f at least 50s or <laughs> older smoking cigars in a smoky room <laughs> and you didn't fit that profile. And I was like, yeah, I want to talk to her. So that that does exist. So right. what you're talking about does exist. But the, the new wave, yep. which there is a lot of them. I'm only the most visible to the mainstream. Yeah. But... Um, and then obviously the Black Widow, Janet Lee sure. came before me, who's been yep. doing everything I've been doing yep. longer than I have. Yep. Um, but in general, the new wave, so the girls my age and younger and the men are very fit. 
very um, very athletic in general. Yeah. So they, they don't they don't usually smoke. As a matter of fact, most of them don't even drink usually when they play. Really? I actually am an exception because I am okay with drinking a little bit, but I'm I'm more like an Italian. I drink wine. <laughs> you know, more sure. like to me. Wine is food. Yeah. It's, I don't ever get drunk. Okay. So, and I definitely don't smoke. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm, I'm very healthy. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if this is true, so clarify this for me. Um, but I was told that uh, you would actually be ranked higher if you played more conservatively. But what, what makes people love you and following you is that you will go for like the crazy shots. Um, and, you know, there's the, a much harder shot to make. Uh, sometimes and and sometimes you don't make it and so you would actually be, have a higher ranking if you were more conservative but you're a fan favorite because you don't play play it safe <laughs> is that accurate or do i have is my info bad why well, that's a that's a common perspective for people who don't follow the whole match okay so um it is true i am not conservative <laughs> like i am not a conservative player but actually it has not hurt me at all okay um it actually has helped me a lot i have one as a matter of fact, the first pro I ever beat, I beat her because I didn't, I couldn't run a rack of nine ball, but I just did amazing shots to beat her. Really? Because in nine ball, you can just make the nine and you win. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so, okay, got it. So overall, that's actually really helped me. Where I have fallen short, or rather, it was more about my competition. People don't understand how good, how amazingly good the pro players are. Yeah. And... Uh, except for the new wave, most of the players are like Michael Jordans. When you go to, so I won a lot when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I won an easy tournament. I actually made a living playing small eight ball tournaments. Really? <laughs> before as a kid. no, before no one knew who I was. Yeah. And then I started doing exhibitions. So I was winning all the time. And as a matter of fact, I actually have one of the weirdest records, which I went forty-one days without losing a game. But that was because I was playing eight ball, a game I had already mastered. Mm-hmm. And that was, actually, I was on TV. I was on the country channel during that time. <laughs> but um, right now, I'm playing with a completely different caliber of player. So I'm playing with the best in the world. And we're not talking the U.S. We have... So, and, you know, you follow other sports. Sure. So obviously, you follow UFC. Yep, yep. Now, imagine that all those players from 10, 15 years ago were still in it. Right. That's what pool is. Got it. Because there's... um. And the UFC, for example, which we love, the UFC. Oh, do you? Oh, God, yes. Really? Well, well I'm, I'm a black belt. <laughs> oh, okay. Jiu-jitsu or? Well, I'm a second-degree black belt instructor, and technically it's Taekwondo. Okay. But it's really a mixed martial art. I didn't come from a good neighborhood, so I learned to defend myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm a huge fan of Oh, UFC. that's awesome. But people get injured a lot. Yeah. That doesn't happen in pool. So when I'm playing in a pro event, which I just missed one to be here with you, by the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anyways. That wasn't worth that, but I'll take it. <laughs> it was worth it. Okay. Because this is going to reach a lot more people outside right. of the hardcore pool. Yeah, yeah. And that pool really needs that. Yeah. You know, because obviously it's not on TV anymore. Right. So the caliber of player that I'm facing is so high. Imagine that Chuck Liddell was still playing. Right. Was still, I mean, not I say playing, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And not just him. All the champions right. are still there. Right. And Rampage and all these people. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you're going to a tournament of 64 players and there's at least a dozen. Right. Legends. Legends. Yeah. Still there. And still good. And still good. And that's right. in, just in the women. 
the men, when I play in open, yeah, it's 120 players, and you're getting more like 30 of those guys. Right. <laughs> so the, Do you get nervous? No. No. No, I'm not. It's just, I've been doing it since I was little. I just relax and shoot. And sometimes you have a good day. Sometimes you have a bad day. Is there trash talking? Not on my end. No? <laughs> but, but do some guys... At the lower end, not at the pro level. Okay. So if you go, if I go to a bar and I deal with more regular people or players that are, there's a lot of resentment. A lot of players that are really, really good, but never made it. Right. They, they trash talk the most. They do. But the higher you go up, once you start getting to the highest level players, like my friend, I grew up with their friend in Bustamante. There's, I don't know. They're amazing. They're foreign players. They're Filipino. When I was little, they were the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. None of that is part of how we do things. Got it. But definitely when you go, the lower you get, the more <laughs> that happens. That exists, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's actually, um, I really enjoy that sometimes. When I was a kid, I really did enjoy that. When I used to play snooker for money in my right. little town. Um, it, because for me, it completely backfired. So when they were mean to me, I actually started playing better. Right. So I'll show you. If a new guy yeah. came in to the group, because it was only about a dozen, this is a very small town. We were playing 10 by 5 snooker for money. Mm-hmm. If a new guy came in and he started talking smack, they'd be like, shh, shh. No, don't get her mad because you're right. better. <laughs> <laughs> now, George, you play pool. I, I'm, we were talking dude, yesterday. Yeah, I played pool. So what I, happens if next time Mary's in town, because now I know she's a UFC fight, we're de- a fan, we're definitely going to get her to a fight this summer. Uh, she comes to town and we set up a, let's just call it an exhibition, George. I'm just curious. Uh, game. Yeah. She actually, before the show started was like, what are you guys doing after this? Are you guys like down to play a game? I'm like, like what time? And she was like, <laughs> you know, before or after dinner, you know, so she was already looking, uh, really, you know, scope out to the pool shark you up. <laughs> she knew that you were going to ask me to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm game. I'm do, I'm down. Yeah. Now if you played someone like George, who's a casual player, you you run the table. He never even gets a shot. Actually, it depends. Or you pl- you toy with him. Well, that is partly about my mood. Um, <laughs> and also depends what table we're playing on. If we're playing what most people play, which is a bar box. Yep. Um, I I can beat the average person one handed on a bar box. Really? Yes, but. You're not guaranteed a run out because the, it's more about how the table lands. There's gotcha. a lot of luck. Sure, sure, sure. So, but uh, I am going to win most of the time. And you would play George one-handed, like just off the bat? I don't usually start out there. Someone gets me mad. I, I will. see. Then So, most of the time when that happens is usually someone that is, um, you know, not a pro who's right. very, you know, not in a good mood because I'm there for whatever reason. And yeah. they start saying the wrong thing and I just start playing one-handed and they don't know what to do when right. this happens. It's actually quite enjoyable. Now, let me ask, how many, <laughs> how many like championships have you won? Do you know, like off the top of your head in your, in your career? I have won lots of small tournaments, but I have okay. not won a major championship. Okay. Okay. But you've won a lot of tournaments. Oh, yes. So, okay. We're in Vegas, obviously. This is a gambling town. So I'm just curious. If we were to set up a match between you and George, uh, and Vegas was was to put odds up on the board, where do you think we'd be? Would George obviously would be the big underdog? Is he a five to one chance to beat you? Is it ten to one? Is he a hundred to one? Is he a thousand to one? What would you think? If I'm in a good mood, one out of t- 
He could win one out of ten. He could win one out of ten. If I'm in a good mood. If you're in a good mood. And if you're in a bad mood. One out of twenty. One out of twenty. <laughs> I, 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 you can play differently if you know what you're doing. Got it. But right. it's a lot less fun. I try not to do that for fun games. Right. Because for fun games, you know, you want to let people have a have little fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah, them so, let them win a little. And also assuming we're playing Bar Box 8, which is right. a game that I met, the first game I mastered. Now, okay. I could also just pick Snooker, and I will win because, frankly put, he's just not going to pocket balls. <laughs> Do you know Snooker at all? I just, I looked it up, so I, I yeah. can pull up, like, the difference between the two <laughs> yeah. uh, here in a second. Um, <laughs> I kind of like this. I, yeah, we're going to need you to come back, um, and we're going to do a part two of this. So there's definitely. snooker, there's yeah, pool, we, and there's billiards. Yes, and I play all of them at just a much different levels. <laughs> like when George gets there, he's using like the the sticks from the the from the the, the bar. The bar. Yeah. You're opening some sort of elaborate bag. You're screwing yours together, right? You've got well, some custom I have to, I have gear to because I have sponsors. Sponsors. And they expect me to use a titanium. But to be fair, if I'm playing on a bar box, yeah. I'm playing a regular, not playing a run out pro. Right. If I'm playing just a regular person, I can beat him with a house cue. So. You just use a house cue, no problem. Yeah, it's right. But if, one handed. But if you're playing a top pro, you have to. It's just like golf. Sure. It is exactly like golf. So the closest game to pool is golf. Yeah. So it's it is all technique. It is all practice. It is all you know the stuff that nobody wants to talk about. Right. How many hours a day would you say you play? Do you have to play every day to stay on top of your I, game? I, I practice a couple hours a day almost every day. I'm assuming obviously you have a table at home or multiple tables. I have one set up. I have two not set up right now. Okay. And actually, you need to have three tables because um, the, all the there's so many different games, and for right. me to get good on them, like. Um, I'm very good at snooker for an American, but I'm nowhere as good as someone from England that mm -hmm. grew up on a 12-footer because I grew up playing for money in a 10 by 5 Right. But they grew up on a 12-footer, so I still am not there, and I need to put enough time. As a matter of fact, I've been driving to Houston quite often to just to train on Where's snooker. home base for you? Fort Worth. Okay. And that's a four-hour drive. And all I do when I go to Houston, besides give lessons and yeah. eat, my life is... Pool and eating and more pool than eating. Yeah. And I'll practice snooker, and that's because that's the closest place to where I live with a 12-footer. Wow. And uh, so, Fort Worth, are you a Dallas Cowboys fan? Are you a football fan at all? Or yes. How about baseball? Boring. Same. R yeah? Rangers? You're Rangers. Ranger yeah? I support the home team. Okay. Although, you know, at this point, I'm a Texan. I've spent all of my growing life, almost all of it, since 2000, since I became full-time pro. When I was 20, I came to do a documentary in Dallas, and I never left. Really? You know, I, I just... George, can you look and see uh, if the UFC has any fights in Dallas this year? Got you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you been to a, a UFC fight live before? No, because it gets me all pumped up, and I start daydreaming of training, and it's not a good... Really? <laughs> so, I love it. Yeah. I love fighting and but it's not good for my mind oh yeah so like, wait would you not go to a fight i would okay okay but, yeah but i do i do have to limit myself it's kind of like video games video games are so amazing i hear you listen <laughs> to me i used, did you play call of duty ever or i have refused to because i have one reason i'm good at things is because i have an addictive personality yeah i get it i have autism and i'm high functioning yeah and i obsess yeah and i be when I was little and I played the crappier video games that were 
Yeah. Because we're poor, we got the hand-me-downs of like Genesis. Yeah, yeah, you sure, know, sure. I was amazing at because yeah. that's all I did. Yeah. But if I do that, I'm not gonna play pool. I was, <laughs> there was a period of time, I was so addicted to Call of Duty. I, I used to own a PR firm in LA and, um, and uh, after the economy kind of crashed, uh, who am I kidding? Even before that happened, <laughs> who am I kidding? Sometimes I would just work from home. I literally would have my headset on like for phone calls and I would take calls and I would just play the game like on very low volume or no volume. And I literally would be playing Call of Duty for like eight hours while I'm quote unquote working highly addictive. I would be doing the same thing except maybe 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. I can't. When I first started playing pool, I went through that, but I succeeded because of it. Right. So it didn't, I would show up at the first game I mastered was April for a reason because I would walk to the bar because I was, I couldn't even have a car. I was not even supposed to be driving. Right. And I had a fake ID. So I go to the bar and I show up around two and play till they close at two. Wow. So <laughs> I did a 12 hour work day. How old were you when you <laughs> knew you wanted to do this professionally? Like 14 or 15 or even it, younger? It wasn't, the professional part wasn't a decision. People just decided I was professional Got because it. that's all I did. And it was more like every year, more and more people decided I was professional. Okay. And then I just, when I was 20 and when I moved to um, Dallas, yeah, I went to Dallas to do a documentary. I didn't know I was moving there though. <laughs> I started doing exhibitions. As a fact, of fact I did my first official exhibition here in vegas oh you know and it went really well i made more money than two champions that did it with me <laughs> really yes i got paid more than they did because but, you were like a, a novelty at the time or just because it was like i was brand just, new i was a child right i mean i looked like a grown-up but i was a child right so it was wonderful but yes it was and when i moved i just made all my living from pool wow so it, it just happened yeah. And people, the percentage of people that said I was pro changes every year. Right. But in the end, I'm just, I'm just doing what I love. Yeah. And I make money at it. Yeah. You know, and I really never care what people thought about it. I just, just doing it. When you got your first like big sponsor check, um, how did that feel? Like, were you like, wow, I did it? Like what, when, what, what was your like, wow, I've arrived moment? It was actually that. Yeah. Here in Vegas. Oh. That, when I got that check. Yeah. Because while I had made money. Right. I had made the most money playing for money. Okay. So at that point. And then people offered to make give me do exhibitions. And I did exhibitions because I was, I can do trick shots that no other female can do live. Really? Yes. And that's why, I'm, that's why it says I've been getting paid from YouTube since I was little. It's, it's the trick shots. Mm. And... It was when I received that check for that exhibition. Yeah. That was my moment of like, wow, this is what I do. Yeah. You know, and everyone, a lot, all the people around me haven't told me that, but that's when I accepted it. Right. You know, I really didn't accept it till then. That's really cool. And uh, now, like, so what's your goal now is just to help just keep growing the sport, right? Like you almost feel like a kind of like a responsibility to try to like bring it back mainstream. It is a big responsibility and... I'm just carrying on the fight that uh, the Black Widow started. Yeah. You know, and... Is she still around? She has cancer. Oh, I didn't know and that. And she's not doing very well, so... You know her? I've met her. You I met don't her? know her personally, okay. but, yeah. you know, we talk, but yeah. I wouldn't say I know her. Right. But, like, was maybe, like, kind of a hero for you, like, well, coming up? Or just someone you admired? 
I would say that uh, I truly respect what she did for the sport. Yeah. And a lot of the things that I'm doing would not be possible without her and other girls like her, like Ava Mataya. So like um, they are were trailblazers. I would call them trailblazers because they they showed a different side of pool that was clean. Right. And well, the Black Widow definitely was a hustler, <laughs> but she still showed a a mainstream version of pool. Yeah. A lot. They did a lot better of a job representing pool that most the male players at the time period. Yeah. But I'd say. Uh, again, correct me if I'm wrong because I don't follow it so closely, but I would almost think you're a trailblazer for this for the social media era, right? Because like I feel like some the the ladies that came before you, Instagram wasn't a thing, TikTok wasn't wasn't a thing when they, when they were at their peak, right? So like it wasn't, you know, it was it was just luck of the draw. Yeah. I just I was just obsessed with pool. I wasn't thinking about it, and I've been making videos. I mean. I have a video from 12, almost 11, 12 years ago that has like 11 million views. Wow. And I'm literally wearing a dress I made. Really? Oh, yes. And Did you I, make this dress too? I designed it, but okay. I didn't make it. I don't have the time to actually make dresses anymore. <laughs> but um, I would have never worn that dress if I knew that millions of people are going to see me in it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even that well made. Hello, guys. That's too funny. <laughs> Sorry, I was pulling up. Uh, That's okay. The the video. Oh, I'm gonna try to find the one that has eleven. Okay, okay. Um, I'm wearing a yellow dress. <laughs> is, oh yeah, twelve years ago. Boom. All right. Yeah, you got it. Found it. Let's see it. <laughs> oh oh oh! Hold on, we can't give Acura any love. <laughs> you like Acura? Sure. Yeah, I'm a little yeah, up. sure. There you go, Acura. You're welcome. Why not? That's actually a nice looking Acura. Okay, what do we have? Seven trick shots with Mary Avina. Yep. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that dress. Come on. <laughs> no way. Yeah, that's a 10 by 5 snooker table. I put it together myself. Yeah. And so when you watch pull on TV, that's a 9-footer. That's a 10. And notice how the pockets are harder? Yeah. Because they're round. No way! Look at these shots. This is crazy. So early on, this is why people knew who I was. Right. Now tell the truth, Mary. <laughs> like that shot just now, how many times did you have to attempt that before you had the camera ready one? Um, usually in the first or second try. No kidding? Really? Well, um, what you're, the part you're missing there is that I spent three, four months. I didn't, once I set up my table, I didn't leave my house. I literally practiced pool when I woke up till I went to sleep. Right. And all I did was that. So you're seeing a result. Oh, look at this. You know, it's like when you see a UFC fighter now, yep. they look so fantastic. Their kick is beautiful. Fuck. <laughs> this is so nuts. Yes, and I do, every year I do some of these live, like the one-handed jump shots. And that's really- Is a, that what this is? Yeah, that's what I'm basically- So you're going to jump those balls and hit that ball on the side there. Wow. <laughs> I can actually jump a ball while it's moving one-handed. Really? Yes. But so how about three times? Come on. So like I said, this Look was... Look at that. I actually thought, you know, my friends are going to see this. Yeah. People that know me, it's going to be like, you know, a couple thousand maybe. Sure, sure. If I get lucky, 10,000. 11 000. million. 12, it's up to 12 million. Anyway, wow. So in my mind, I was doing this for just my friends. So I was just fortunate, really that I became obsessed on something at the right time. And I'm an artist, so to me, 
videos are just like painting. <laughs> it's just like painting. It's insane. If you guys are listening like on Apple Podcasts or something, you need to go over to Spotify and watch the video of this because this is amazing. You guys got to see this. <laughs> this is crazy. That's crazy. How did you just Too do simple. that? Too simple, she says. Twice for fun. Oh, my God. So good. You're going to jump all these balls now or are you going to go around them? That's that's why I did it because it... Look at this. Now, that one took me a lot more than... Than a couple of tries. Yeah, like how many? I don't know. I Ooh, I have it all on twenty, like under twenty. No, no, less than twenty. Uh, probably seven. I think seven. I did seven. That's funny. She laughed at twenty. Like, no, come on, silly John. Come on. <laughs> well, like I said, by then I broke so many sticks in the oh yeah. Months. Oh, that I actually made those cues oh. that I'm using on the phone with mom. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Look at this. Wow. Oh, that is that is really good. Seven trick shots with Mary Avina. Yeah, you guys got to, um, if uh, if you're too lazy to go to Spotify, you should just go on YouTube and find that because that, that was really cool. Wow, that's really good. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. And that's why Google can find me with just Mary. Right. <laughs> yes. George, can you make any of those shots? How many, how many tries would you made... Have you attempted any of the things you just saw? Um, yeah, so I have, right? Because, like, I've watched, like, on ESPN, you know, yeah, trick shot. Sure. I may have even seen this video and thought, like, maybe this is something I could do. But I used to think I was, like, accomplishing something on my <laughs> little eight-foot, you know, bar box table. Yeah. After seeing what a, a snooker table looks like. Right. I mean, impossible. Right. That's like saying if golf made their holes just golf ball sized. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what? So I've I've tried them. I like the I can jump a ball. So, but to jump a ball with one hand, yeah. I don't know. Like, how strong are you? Because when you shook my hand earlier, you had one of the most docile shakes <laughs> I felt in a while. I would have never like. Well, because her, her Instagram, she lives up to her Instagram name because she's Mary Princess Savina. So she shook your hand like a princess would. She did. I should have curtsied. <laughs> but uh, I yeah, curtsied, my bad. I am completely average in strength for a girl my size. I am five seven. Yeah. Um, you don't need much strength if you know what you're doing in pool. Mm -hmm. So it's more about and also uh, those are those are cues that I built that do make it easier. Really? Because, yeah, the weight? Is it the weight? Or? Well, not just that. Also, if you use regular cues, you will break them. They cannot handle the... Oh. They literally cannot handle really? that stress. Like, uh, my cues that I play with cannot do that. Okay. Because if the that's actually how I broke when I was a kid. I did that. I was not a... You had to learn that the I hard way. I learned the hard way by breaking my only good playing cue. Oh, man. <laughs> so... Um, Yes, it is. It is just practice like anything else. It is no different than golf or martial arts. Yeah. You know, if you obsess on something long enough, you will get better. So it doesn't take that much force. It's more about accuracy. Yeah. Although I do have muscles that other people don't have right Right, here. right, right. At least because most pool players cannot do trick shots, by the way. Most professional pool players cannot do trick shots. They're very oriented towards winning tournaments. Right. And most pros, specifically nine ball. Right, right. And so once you get them outside of that, they're not... They're not they, comfortable. Yeah, they cannot be doing that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, are, do you have days where you just can't get it together? And you just, you're just like, oh, I can't play today. I suck today. Does that happen or no? Um, at nine ball, for now, I've had that before, but not so much because I've, I've improved a lot in this last year. 
because I've only played the women pros only one year. Yeah. I'm technically a rookie. Really? But um, no one thinks of me as a rookie because they've been seeing me since I was little. Right. So, because most people have been familiar with me. Yeah. And since... at 20, you said you're 29? Yes. So at 29, you're still the youngest in the room oh, all no. the time, right? No, no. There's some girls coming up. Oh. Um, One right here in Vegas. And I, w- I wouldn't mind if we had her on next time with me. Yeah. She is phenomenal. And she's right out of here, Vegas. Miss Easton. She is a phenomena. And you're, it sounds like the community, uh, at least on the pro level, I feel like you guys, it sounds, what I'm getting is like you're supportive of each other. It's not a lot of hate, or is there some hate? <laughs> on my end, there on is your only end, support. It's support. There is only support. I only believe in support. But I, I'm afraid that not. it's not. Got it. It's, it's not, not reciprocal. Universal. Oh, yeah. It's not universal. And, and is that is the hate more from the other women or the guys, or is it even? Um, the women, it's only a small group. Okay. Women get along better. But the the men, I get most of the hate from the men's side. I'm, I'm shocking to me. It's just because it's like you're on there and they look at it like this is our sport kind of deal. Is that the like old school shit? I think it's more... Um, from talking to the people that know the people specifically that throw the most hate. Yeah. It's mostly about the sadness they cannot make a living from that something they love. I got it. So it's more about the fact that they know that I'm doing well. And you're new and you're making all this money and they've been doing it for however long and the money is lopsided. It's, it's the reverse conversation of almost every other sport, right? The women's uh, basketball players make less. The fighters, in most cases, the women make less. The soccer players make less. Softball makes less. Everybody makes less. Except hustle, dude. Right. They don't hustle. Right. Well, um, they do hustle the traditional way, but that doesn't work. So people don't play for money, for example, anymore. So in the past, a lot of these guys were actually doing really well just by playing for money. Right. And sadly, people don't play for money anymore. That was going to be my next question is, would is that a, a goal of yours? Like, would you ever want to do like a million? I'm just picking a nut, like a million dollar match, you versus whoever. Is it's that... not really that interesting to me. It's I'd rather have a event that has more of the women players. Got it. I'd rather have more quality for everyone. Mm-hmm. I already get enough attention. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's not. I shouldn't matter that much. I would rather have a, if I have a million dollars to give away, I'd rather have a tournament where we all get paid like in golf. Got it. So I'd rather spread the money. You like the golf model. Yes, the golf model, because there's a lot of great players that I know who are fantastic, who have to have regular jobs. Yeah. Because they don't have my, they cannot be on camera like I can do. And, you know, they're not necessarily polished, but they're fantastic at the game. And like in golf. If you create an organization that supports them, they could also be pro. Yeah. So I'd rather, if I had a million dollars to spend on something, I'd rather go down to everyone. Got it. And you earn it by where you rank on that tournament. Yeah, sure, sure. How much teaching do you do? I've been teaching since 2013, every week, almost every week. Really? Multiple clients? Yes. Mostly well, guys, mostly girls? It is almost always going to be men because there's the sport is like a thousand to one. Okay. So it's, and most of my students are 50 and they've been playing a long time and, you know. Interesting. Most of my students are little older white men with white hair. Really? <laughs> Which creates a funny situation and is in public. And is it really a teaching thing or is it they just want to play against you? Well, if they, if they act like that, I just say no. I oh. turn most people down. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I, I actually turn most everyone. When you think it's they just want to play against you, you turn them down. Yeah, of course. I, I don't have time for that. I got gotcha. <laughs> like, you. I got gotcha. you. If you don't need help, you yeah, there's plenty of other. So people. you actually get joy in helping, and it goes back to like helping the sport, giving back the sport, growing the sport. Well, yes, I want to help people. Right. And if I if I wanted to just make money for myself, I would have stayed a model in L.A. Right. You know, and I could be super wealthy. Right. Or I could just do whatever attractive growing grapevine does close to where I live and sell real estate. Right. You know, but <laughs> and I can make far more money. <laughs> you know, I can make far more money doing that. Right. So money has never been the driving factor right. for me. Otherwise, I would have also I got offered to be on TV as a travel girl when I was a child. Mm -hmm. And I didn't take that either. Mm. So money has never been my driving Fame and money, right? Which is ironic because I am popular, right? <laughs> so like, it's ironic because what you're doing brings fame and money, but it's not. It's not the motivation for it. It it's is definitely the, not the motivation. Yeah, for I get it. that. I get so that. So I definitely would rather grow the sport for everyone. Yeah, you know, than just for me. You know, yeah. I, don't, I choose not to cut corners. Yeah, I get it. And do you like Vegas? Do you, do you gamble? Like, did you hit the tables last <laughs> night? Are you a blackjack player? You play slots? What do you, any of that? No, I I used to play for money, playing with people. Yeah. But that's gone. And also, it's not worth the negative press you get out of it. Gotcha. <laughs> My name is worth more than what I could get. I mean, you get paid $1,000 to show up somewhere. It's worth right. more than playing $50 to some random guy. Sure, sure. <laughs> So when you get to a new city or any city, is the first thing you do go find a place to play? I try. Or you probably know all the places already. I actually have them on my phone already. You do? Do you have so an app that just tells you? Like, I actually go here? look for a snooker table first. Really? Did so, you find one last night? Oh, I know where they are. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I've been coming here since I was a child. Got it. All the hardcore pool players. I was born in Southern California. Yeah. Riverside. So um, all the hardcore pool players, we were pilgrimage here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to during the BCA and APA. Okay. That for you guys that aren't pool players, those are the, the biggest leagues in the United. They are far far bigger than the pro anything. So it is huge. And they take over convention centers and hotels and everybody comes down because the pool halls are full. So if you want action, that's one of the times in Vegas where there is action. Mm. So everybody comes down because it's only a three-hour drive. Right. So I've been coming here since I was a kid, you know, because we all would come. Right. <laughs> so right. I know Vegas well. Mm. My favorite is I train you sh or I'll film something or I'll give lessons. Yeah. And then I go to Chinatown and eat. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Make money, eat, leave. That's a good schedule. Yeah, it's a good schedule. I like that. You know. So George, when what, do we set a date? Do we need to set a date now for this? Like, yeah. you need to. Are you going to go into training for this? What What's the deal? Yeah. So the protocol <laughs> for me um, is just to be to study her. Right? Okay, so that's the first thing. I'm going to find the weaknesses. Two. Right. I'm you gonna, need to. What yes. weaknesses can you exploit? No, and I. I'm going to use <laughs> an analytical mindset here. I'm going to watch the video. I, is it the right side of the table? Right. 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 If I have the cue ball on the right side of the table, do you right. have an optical perception type of thing. Mm -hmm. Is your left eye better than your right? I don't know. Right. Things got to figure out i gotta see you shoot a gun oh oh know. that's true interesting that's a good point that's, yeah yeah it, you're it, right you tell me why i'm right because it will tell you so much about what i can do on a pool table oh i knew that with, the, with the eye without with, a doubt with i knew a that. dominant eye or something yeah or? yep yeah yep. that's oh, like so a, it's fun <laughs> yeah that's maybe it's like a she uh 
me and her play pool, and then you guys go to the range and yeah. see uh, who can shoot a piece of paper better. That'll be me. No one will outshoot a piece of paper better than me. <laughs> uh, I'll take on, listen to me. Listen to this. Listen oh, to what no. I'm going to tell you. You're going to say the B word here? I, wait, no. you know what I was going to say? You know what I was going to say? I will say. take on Byron Rogers on paper. <laughs> I will shoot paper targets better than Byron Rogers. Let's go set it up. Set it up. We got some fun things in the in the works. Villamore too. I'll take out Villamore on paper people all day long. Paper people, no we, problem. We definitely <laughs> should go shoot guns. But I also, can you get me one of those? What is it? An AK? I want to AR fifty. Oh, like it? Or I, you know, we'll do the thing for real. But then at yeah. the end, I just want to destroy. You just want to spray <laughs> some <laughs> stuff outside. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, just blow shit it's up. One of the only things I haven't done all the times I come to Vegas. Really? Yeah. I just. You always oh see the, yeah. You always see the ads. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll go. Uh, Jamie Villamore. Shout out to Jamie Villamore. She gets access to the private room over at uh, Seven Range Seven Hundred Two. Okay. We'll go in there and we'll tear it up. We will tear it up and we'll video the whole thing and then we'll take the party to a pool hall. Is there yep. a pool halls here in Vegas? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I will take you to the pool hall and okay. you guys can see the real thing. All right. This is verbally binding, Mary, on, yes. on the podcast. Okay. This is a verbally binding agreement between all of us uh, here in <laughs> Sticky Paws and, and listening. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I do have a couple of questions. Go. Mary. Uh, yes. So... There's some rules in pool that I just need clarified, and I, I thought it's going to sound really newbie of me. Um, Go ahead. So scratching when on an eight ball, right? Scratching when you are trying to hit the eight ball in. That's an automatic loss, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes on that one. Yes. Um, when you scratch and you're not on the eight ball, do you have to shoot down the same direction? You can't shoot wherever after a scratch. Depends who you're playing with. So there's different rules of eight ball, and it depends who you're playing with and where. Okay. So that, that does vary. So most people, regular people, used to play behind the line. Okay. But nowadays, most people have switched because of the APA and BCA to ball in hand. Ball in it, hand, right. Yeah, so that's become... But when I was a kid, there was no Only, ball in ball hand. Ball in hand, if it went off the table, it was ball in hand or something, right? If the cue ball went off the table, it was ball in hand If or they scratch, yes. Oh, if they scratch, right, right, right. Okay, or right. off the, off right, the table, right, right. the same okay. thing. But I'm so bad. My cue ball is always off the table. This, that is, is, this is just how I, I just remember hearing whoever I played. So it's ball in hand now, ball in hand. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, that happened fairly. Mm -hmm. The average person in the United States has changed most. It depends. Got it. Even when I, you know, I went the other day, I went to the DFW. I went to the DFW and played with regular people. And that's one of the first questions that came up is like, do you play behind the line or bowling? I'm like, whatever you want. Yeah. And they get all confused because they, you know, most people are like, ah, they have like, a way like, they want it. You're and I'm like, like I don't not, care. I'll beat the brakes off you either way. Well, was, these were not champions. So it was like, right. it didn't matter. Whatever you want. Well, even in, even in Providence, I am not the kind of person that is a stickler. As long as we're all playing by the same rules. Yeah. I don't actually care what the rules are. Right. You know, and also I, most players only play one or two games so that our, you know, pros play nine ball and amateurs tend to play eight ball. Mm -hmm. So they, they see their world just from that point of view. Right. I play all the games, and there's so many variations within those games that to me it's just not a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know, that comes more because I play all the games. Yeah, not necessarily all well. <laughs> you got anything else, George? Uh, yeah. Any so like you said, you're not a stickler when it comes to the professional level. One, are there referees? And two, like what are the unwritten rules of pool? Sometimes there are referees. That's one of the reasons. You going back to your million dollar idea? Yep. One of the things I would do is always have referees. Okay. So a lot of 
the times when I play a pro event or an open event with the men, you know, there's put all this money in places I wouldn't put it. And one of the things I would do is at least the finals should always have a referee. And as a matter of fact, one of the, the term and I just missed to be here with you guys, um, one of the things that makes what they're doing fantastic, it's Predator Billiard Series, is that they always have a referee. Mm. But sadly, that is not the standard, at least in the U.S. right now. Got it. And things don't necessarily go well when you don't have a referee. Right. Because <laughs> not all players, including some of my friends, like, you know, I, the, the reason I did the documentary, The Million Dollar Challenge, that got me to Texas, because Earl ran 10 racks to win a million dollars. Oh, wow. That's a documentary I did, okay. directed, edited. Earl is exactly the kind of person you need a referee for. Otherwise, you're arguing with him, though. Yes. Got it. You need a referee for some players. Most players try their best. Yeah. And are trying not to. But they are exceptions, and you really should always have a referee, so it's not on you. Right. You know, like any other sport. Sure, sure. You know, they should be referees. Sure, it makes sense. Yeah. What was your other one, George? Uh, what are the unwritten rules of pool? Like, what are if you saw somebody do this one thing, like at a professional tournament? Maybe you might not say anything, but that Earl dude might be like, "Hey, hey, elbows <laughs> behind the table, or whatever." The hell. <laughs> Earl is fantastic. I love Earl. Um, he receives a lot of hate because he does say very off-color things. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah. We should have him on one time. With yeah, us. let's do All it. Three of us it would be fantastic. Okay. We get him from New York. He's he is fantastic, but yes, he is very colorful. He's the Mac and Roll of pool. Oh, oh, I love him already. Oh, yeah, we definitely so, have to have him on. So yes, there are unwritten rules, but most players follow them, so it's not a big deal, you know. Just be polite and yeah. don't shark. The biggest one is sharking. You're not supposed to shark. And sharking would what would classify as sharking? Just... Anytime you're interfering with the the coming player when they're shooting. Oh, I see. But in that definitely. It, when you're at the pro at the highest it level, that happen. is very rare. If I'm right. playing Kelly Fisher, Allison Fisher, they're not going to be doing that. Right. But um, gets a little hit and miss with the male pros. Yeah. <laughs> like uh -huh. some of my worst conversations, I will not say their names. Very proud of sharking their opponents. I'm like, this is why you shouldn't represent pool. Right. Give us one name. Come on. One <laughs> no, name. No. All right. Just rhymes with what? No. No. All right. Fine. That's okay. okay. Um, <laughs> well, right. I, I have ahead. one very last one. Okay. okay. So, like, one thing I do whenever I'm playing pool, this would this be considered sharking? Like, if the, the hole's here, and I, like, right before you hit, I'm like, whoop. Yes. Oop. That is not uh -uh. cool. No, can't not do cool. that. Yeah. Not cool. But, what know, about shouting? We're like, wait, right before you're about to hit? That is definitely sharking. Can't, that's sharking? <laughs> <laughs> and they go, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. That yeah. Can't do that? That is definitely All right. sharking. So is sharking allowed? Is that allowed in your match, in your heads-up match against George? I need to know. Will sharking be allowed or no? <laughs> <laughs> I would say no because then okay. I'll probably jump a ball at him. Okay. Okay, right. We don't, is, want, we don't want anyone to get hurt. Some yeah, of my, balls flying. Yeah. Some of my funniest stories, uh, playing regular people yeah. in bars, it's what I did when they started. Okay. I, first of all, I would warn them. Right. Like... This is, don't do that. And I lose my temper a little bit. I try not to lose my temper. Yeah. And obviously don't want to hit him. So then I'm like, what's the right thing to do? So I literally will jump a ball and hit them with it. I love it. And it's, it's actually I like really the way you like, roll, Mary. I like the way <laughs> so you roll. And I've done that several times to very inappropriate men. Right. And the funniest by far was this young man. He was probably about, I don't know, 20 something, 25, whatever yeah. he was. And he, he was getting great draw to sharking me because he knew he couldn't beat me, so he was trying to shark me. So I jumped the ball so perfect, I hit him 
Oh, and in he, the spot. And he went. Yeah, he like did. Like a cartoon character. Yes. Yeah. So that was definitely the funniest. It's a bad spot for us, Mary. It's a bad spot, you know? Um, ball he, in hand. He took, <laughs> ball in hand. <laughs> he took it very well. He, yeah. really, he knew it was his fault, and everybody yeah. laughed, but that obviously those are things you don't want to do. That was it a special occasion. That's good stuff. <laughs> okay, so we've got our marching orders. We're going to pick a date. We're going to look at the UFC calendar. So March 25th, they're in San Antonio. Can, you, is, is, can we do San Antonio? Would you want to do that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Wait, do you have enough time to train for that? Oh, March 25th. Dude, so if I'm doing like the math in my head right now, 12 hours a day, she's doing that, so I got to do 14 hours a day. <laughs> uh, yeah, without a doubt. That's like, I'll get close to the 10,000 hour rule. Yeah. That's what I was trying to calculate there. Okay, so, so we come in on a Friday, on March 24th. We do the match, and then... Uh, we go to the fight the next day. That sounds... Uh, is that a... Sounds good. Okay. Wait, we're going to Texas? We're going to Texas. That's verbally binding. We we're have to bring to Austin or someone too, right? Because yeah, someone's yeah, got to shoot. Okay. Yep. All right. That's our plan. That's our follow-up, okay? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Mary, like this it. was a lot of fun. Um, thank you for coming in. I appreciate you coming in to do this and skipping, uh, skipping something to do this. It's crazy. I'm honored. <laughs> I like it. I appreciate you. All right. Uh, stay tuned for part two of this, Mary versus George. <laughs> You're going down, Mary. You're going down. All right. I always root for the underdog. Right? Oh. I'm going to get, uh, by then we will have a sports betting site sponsoring us for the 24 hour. I'm going to get them to put a lineup on this. You watch. We're going to get, we're going to line up on this. I love it. Okay. Or I'll make, I'll get Krakenberg to get Circa to just put up a line. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, gang. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff.